Hello and welcome aboard our podcast, Fighting Catholic Jetlag. My name is JC and I'll be your host. I'm a flight attendant and I'm on a journey to find my place within the Catholic Church. I'll be accompanied by my friend and co-host, Father Larry Hostetter, priest of 34 years and doctor of sacred theology. He's a Catholic University president and for our discussion, he'll serve as spiritual ground control to keep things on course for our flight back to faith. At times, we'll be navigating through difficult and uncomfortable issues, so prepare for a bit of turbulence along the way. There won't always be easy answers, but no subject will be off the table. If you're ready to explore your own doubts and questions and rediscover your faith with us, then sit back, buckle up, and enjoy our flight to faith. this episode we will be discussing advent and the magic around christmas so this one may not be suitable for children (laughs) welcome everyone welcome welcome to this episode of the rebecca and larry show (laughs) hey jc we miss you I'm Father Larry Hostetter. This is Rebecca Sack. And we are hosting Fighting Catholic Jet Lag. And as promised last week, mm-hmm. um, we have some guests here today that you've already been talking, they've heard them talking a little bit <laughs> because just about everything you've said for the last 10 minutes has been recorded. <laughs> no. And part of the editing scheme. That's usually the way it goes. Did we say anything bad? Oh, no. <laughs> you'll find out you'll find out whether you say anything bad on Sunday. Anyway, you're gonna have to speak up so that everybody will be able to hear you. And we have with us today uh Lauren McCrary, or as we like to refer to her as Dr. Lauren. Dr. Lauren. Uh, that's all I answered. No, that's what you need. You know, it's the Dr. Lauren show. And you know, she used to be one of our producers um, when we first started fighting Catholic jet lag. And we also have here with us Carrie Fulton. Turner. Turner. <laughs> you were Fulton, though, right? That's right. <laughs> so that's my fault. Um, Carrie was at Catholic High when I was at Catholic High. I was at Lourdes when you were at Lourdes. Okay. Yeah, that's true. We go way back. And wow. so that was in 1987. Mm-hmm. What grade were you in in 87? Fifth. Fifth grade. Back okay. in the 1900s. <laughs> <laughs> but you were a Fulton then. Yes. Yeah. So I don't always get people's married names. Yeah. I know. Yeah. I still use I them. still, my closest friends from elementary school, it's all still Michelle Sisk, Renee mm-hmm. Bess. Mm-hmm. And Carrie is also, was also my sponsor joining the church and is now my godparent. That's right. Yeah. Oh, God, Mama. Yeah, pictures to prove it, too. So who put out these little Hershey nuggets because... I did, because we have guests in our office. (laughs) We want them to come back. Uh, So they're going to talk a little bit about the spirituality of Advent from a mother's perspective, especially given that Advent is sometimes a, considered a Marian month, precisely because Mary, as mother, was expecting Jesus uh, and then had to raise him. So about this time, she was probably swollen feet, <laughs> yeah. 
baby's <laughs> kicking pretty hard, ribs are hurting, and she's having to ride on a donkey. No. I <laughs> wonder what she was saying to Joseph. Oh my yes. God, I need a foot massage. <laughs> 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 I think about her being eight months pregnant mm -hmm. right now. That's that's a rough month. Yeah. It's like, okay, I love being pregnant. I'm done with it now. <laughs> Let's go. So Carrie and I have kids similar ages. I have a son, Bruce, who's nine, and a daughter, Lucy Louise Lulu, who is seven. And I have a son, Tyler, who is 11, and a daughter, Reagan, who is nine. Yeah. So we're kind of in similar phases of life mm -hmm. as far as Christmas and Advent preparation. Harry Styles earlier. So. <laughs> I know. Okay, so my niece Ava, we want these sweatshirts that are um, all of Harry Styles' tattoos. <laughs> <laughs> Be I was like, I feel like I'm too old for it, but I'm still going to want to do it, kind of. Yes. <laughs> so we all can all wear it together. You can take them to a concert or something. Oh, my gosh. Not if it's anything like getting Taylor Swift tickets. I mm. mean, I heard the internet crash. That was kind of sad. I know. No, it was Not that people couldn't get tickets, but the reaction to people not being able to get tickets, like it was the end of the world. I mean, I when I was a young, I went to lots of concerts. Yeah. But I don't ever yeah. remember. I mean, obviously you're disappointed and you might be mad if you couldn't get tickets, but it wasn't like the world was coming <laughs> yeah. to an end. My sister-in-law was on the phone for six hours and she did. She was the only one. I guess you had to get in the lottery to even get picked to oh get gosh. tickets. And her tickets say obstructive view. <laughs> <laughs> And then people were mad at uh, Miss Swift mm -hmm. because yeah. she was supposed to do something about it. I've but, heard it's led to some kind of investigation of Ticketmaster monopolizing ticket sales. Oh, wow. Mm -hmm. They were doing tickets when I was a kid. Yeah, that Ticketmaster? Yeah, mm -hmm. we would get our tickets through Ticketmaster, but we had to use the phone. Mm -hmm. Or you went to Waxworks yeah. and stood in line. Right. Oh, yeah. That's how old I am. Yeah. I remember that. The 1900s. Right. I remember you. <laughs> my kids said that to me. Like, weren't you born in the 1900s? Oh, and wow. I said, the late 1900s. <laughs> I don't know. That sounds even worse. You think? It sounds like I went to school on, in a wagon. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and you probably drove some real fancy sports car. Oh, yeah. You know Bruce and Sally. What you, did you drive? <laughs> well, my sport? first car was a Thunderbird that my older brother had totaled. But they One were of the really long ones? The, yeah, the they revived it for me. <laughs> this air conditioner didn't work. The radio didn't work. So you had to sing if you were in my car. <laughs> but then they did surprise me when I was graduating with a Blazer. Like a nineteen, like it was probably three years old, so it was nice. That is nice. Yeah, yeah. it was really nice. Karen, I don't remember what your car was. My first car was a Toyota Tercel. It was like a lunchbox. It was so light that the guys moved it in the parking lot at Catholic High. <laughs> <laughs> came out one day and they had moved it. I think I remember that. <laughs> I bet I know who it was that moved it. Probably. I bet I can figure it out. Yeah. I mean, how funny. Did you have a car 
growing up? Yeah, so we only can drive 18 in England now, but when I was younger, it was 17. Okay. So, but my first car was a Ford Ka, a Ford Ka, which looks like a roller skate. Like, <laughs> it's like tiny. That's a European. That's a, like a European Ford. I bet they don't even yeah. make them here. No, they don't make them here. It's just a little three door. Three door. Three door. Well, you the hatchback. Oh, hatchback. Oh. Okay. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Get in, guys. <laughs> But gone. you know, one of my favorite memories with you is we were going out to Father Larry's to record or eat dinner or something, and she picked us up in her red Ford Mustang with the top down, and it was me and her and JC just hair blowing in the wind and the Mustang. I would have a country road. Yeah, my kids were jealous. It, it was cold too. So, you know, as I was thinking about this, Rebecca, I thought. You know, our goal is to not make the Catholic Church feel like it's something that people are obligated. They're obligated to do things a certain way mm -hmm. or as dictated by others. And that when people don't do it that way, they feel guilt or they feel shame. So I thought, you know, we need to approach this as not imposing. And not, this isn't about what moms or dads should be doing at this time of the year yes but what do you do and it might be inspiring to other people mm -hmm. you know and yeah. and some people may say i just don't have time to do anything that's okay yeah. you know um if you're feeding kids and putting a roof over their head and putting clothes on their back that's kind of a big job right there mm -hmm. in and of itself mm -hmm. but we also know that this uh time of the year is very special and we got lots of things going on. And as a Catholic church, as we talked about last week, we try to preserve something of Advent. So we don't mm -hmm. jump right into Christmas. So we're kind of a, it's a mixed bag for us as Catholics. We do a lot of Christmassy things, yeah. go to Christmas parties. But yet we also want to try to tie things into Lent. And actually, um, Carrie. Advent. What did I say? Lent. Did I say Lent? They're yeah. similar, though, I guess. You're in that preparation. Yeah. You're going to confuse me. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going oh, to draw you into my confusion. <laughs> so Carrie brought some uh, show-and-tell items, mm -hmm. the, the things that she does with her kids mm -hmm. uh, during Advent. We can do this during Lent as well. Yes, right? I like that. Mm -hmm. That'd be good. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, the other thing that I was thinking of, and maybe I'm being too, I've never been accused of being too sensitive, um, but we also don't want to reduce Mary's role to simply motherhood. Mm -hmm. I mean, mm -hmm. she was a disciple. Mm -hmm. And recently there was a reading from one of the fathers of the church where he talked about her discipleship was more important than her motherhood. Oh, wow. Her role as a wow. disciple of, of Jesus was more significant than being the mother of Jesus. Interesting. I guess that could be argued, that. but it's, yeah. you know, so she, she, there's complexity to her, but it, this is about the time when she was expecting, as Laura yeah. said. Mm -hmm. um, so I, I think it's to... fair to talk to her in this instance as the role of mother, mm -hmm. wouldn't you say? Yeah. Because that's where we are. That's where she was. And with the understanding mm -hmm. that she's a lot more than just a right. mom. Well, so in years past, we had talked, Lauren and I had talked about it, and it's all about the kids. Oh, yeah. yeah. Everything is about the kids. I mean, 
why somebody started, you know, Elf on a Shelf, you know, oh, gosh. <laughs> all of that. And then um, we're going to ask you all about the Elf on the Shelf in a bit, minute here. Okay. I'm curious about that. And so um, I brought uh, an advent calendar that I got for my son and it every day he will open a new stone and he'll have to chip away at it and there's a, a you gotta show it to the microphone i know right <laughs> <laughs> so this well is, for anybody that has kids that probably, they got probably those so go ahead and describe what you're so holding every day you know you you punch it out oh, he's and already there's been something able to open well this was just his digging kit oh okay so he's got it already oh, it's and, fun. Um, that's a cool idea. yeah and then like reagan's a slime and I started that when they were little bitty. She gets slime. She gets to make her own. It's a little bitty container. She has to, you know, make the slime each day. So well, what we're looking at, folks, and we'll put a picture. Mm -hmm. what, what's operating now for us? We'll put it on our Instagram. Our Facebook. Our Facebook. That, mm -hmm. that is up and running. Yeah. We'll put a picture of this, but it's a blue and yellow box, mm -hmm. National Geographic branded. And it's called a gemstone advent calendar. And on the front is a snowy scene uh, with snow-covered trees in the background, typical National Geographic photo, and also a bunch of pictures of colored gems and jewels. So there's right. got to be a message with each one, right? Or do you know yet? So uh, I was reading this and trying to see if there would be. And that's what I was kind of getting at when you text that this is just about the kids. Yeah. Yeah. So a little backstory about that is they were telling us the questions and they said, you know, how do you as moms, does Advent impact you spiritually in the role of mother? And I texted back and I said, you know, I'll probably have to make something up because since I've been a mom, I haven't really focused on how the holidays impact me, but more so how can I make sure my kids a, you know, they're getting what they want. It's magical. It's fun. All the consumerism things, but also how do I tie in the spirituality aspect of it? So it's never been, I've never, I guess, been really intentional about how it impacts me mm -hmm. since I've been a right. mom, <laughs> you know, I mean, probably before then I was all about mm -hmm. me. <laughs> but two years ago, you told me about the giving manger. Yeah. So, so so that, talk about that for a little yeah. bit because that's okay. So for we'll put pictures up in case anybody mm -hmm. wants to get these themselves. Where can one find this National Geographic calendar? Amazon. 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 Target okay. has a bunch of those. I don't know if they have mm -hmm. that specific one. All right. That's pretty cool. Mm -hmm. But so I remember when the kids started getting to the age where the mystery. So when they've gotten out of that toddler phase and they're starting to catch on to everything that you want to do something to build the excitement. So I to make the days go by. Yes. Or it's just <laughs> or all they want to do is open presents under the tree. Right. <laughs> so I was this is like we won't get too into elf on the shelf, but I get really caught up in the season, the consumerism too, mm -hmm. especially like the fashion, uh, <laughs> sequins, feathers, all of that. So I remember going into Kids Stop and they had this the giving manger. No, no, no. They had the northern star. So what it was, was it was a nativity scene and you high or magic carries the northern star everywhere. And then every morning the kids move the three wise men to where the northern star is oh until they God. finally find baby Jesus in the manger. So I thought, you know, that's such a good idea because I'm 
easily get wrapped up. So each night and each morning, we remember the focus. Right. So in between all of the games and the present buying and the parties, each night, the magic of the Northern Star brings the wise men closer to Jesus. And when they wake up in the morning, they see the wise men are getting closer to mm-hmm. Jesus. So that's cool. it's a really cool idea. Mm-hmm. Um, so do you have... The- this I do too. have that too. Right. So, so, so that's one of the things you do yeah. is you have the, the, the wise men travel throughout Advent. Yes. And it's just like a prepackaged store thing, um, but it helps kind of center us a little bit. And then another thing, because my kids were starting to ask for Elf on the Shelf, and mm-hmm. I was like, oh gosh, I don't know if I'm ready <laughs> for that. I thought, okay, I saw this one and it's mm-hmm. called The Giving Manger, also at Kids Stomp. It, you can build a little manger and for, do you want to talk about this one? Well, Since I, mean, I told the Northern Star. Well, I was just going to say, I was feeling really guilty doing the toy advent calendar to try to keep the kids, you know, guilt engaged. Free. This is a guilt-free zone. All right. And when she told me about this, I went to Kids Stop too. <laughs> <laughs> I got the giving manger. And it's, this one, it, of course, you have a story that goes along with it and it, you have some hay and you you're not supposed to put baby Jesus in the manger until he is born, but you're, you're making a soft uh, bed, you know, of hay. So when the children, you know, do something that, you know, they want to do something that's giving nice every day and we just go and place hay in there. And I did make Tyler take two pieces out last night. So yeah, we were just talking about if you remove the hay, if they do something bad. I haven't gone there yet. Around the holidays, it's really easy to see. What if it's negative? I know. I don't think that will happen because I would say (laughs) it really put it in perspective last night. I mean, Reagan cried and Tyler just looked at me like, oh my. And Mm -hmm. I've, I've been trying to ask them every day, you know what Christmas is all about, right? And they say, the birth of Jesus, mom, we know. Okay. And I'm, like, yeah. okay. I'm just trying yeah. to make sure that you, that we're remembering. Yeah. If they're getting a little older where I can have those conversations. So. Yeah. I think it's hard too, because right now it's a lot of writing Santa letters, what they want. Everybody's asking what they want for Christmas. So it's a lot of listing your wants Mm -hmm. and everything. So you have to be really intentional as a parent. But fortunately, I mean, it's an added bonus. Our kids go to Catholic schools. So they always bring home the paper Advent wreath and weeks. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Catholic, for bringing home those wreaths. Um, so they play a big role in it in helping us keep them centered. But I mean, it takes a village right. to keep kids centered on the focus right. reason for the season. You know, I like this giving manger. And it's a little book, children's book. Um, and the illustrations look like cutouts. Um, a lot of you may be familiar with it. And you can get this for the price in it. Well, it comes in a, a, a nice oh, little you get a, box. Oh, you, and you get a yes. ranger scene with it? Yes. Cool. And you can even buy a little uh, piece of wood that it... I got the wood, too. <laughs> Whoever comes up with these, it's like you want it. And we got the deck of cards where they can draw something nice to do that day. Okay. We that's but mainly if they don't fight, they get to put some hay in it. (laughs) That's nice. Um, You know, I was thinking it would be cool to do this up until Christmas, and then do the wise men from Christmas until Epiphany. Oh. That way, you're keeping the Christmas. Oh. spirit going 
So kind of switch them out. For the 12 days of Christmas during mm -hmm. the actual Christmas season. Mm -hmm. I like that because it can get a little overwhelming with all the magic that's supposed to happen at night. <laughs> that's where the magic continues. Yeah, but only you, one magical thing at a time. Yeah, it continues yeah. After, you know, after Christmas Day throughout the Christmas season. And then on Epiphany, the three wise men arrive okay. at the manger, and that's going to be the day they get to the I like that. The right. manger. I'm going like to order mine as soon as we get done before the price goes up. I know. <laughs> like, yeah, they're both really good activities yeah. at Elf Center. But you don't need That's to have great. a special no. bag. You can get yeah. any kind of manger scene. To do yeah. Oh, actually, yeah. we could use um, St. Stephen's have just done a homemade craft version of it. And yeah. they have given them out at the end of Mass for the kids. And it's, it's like a paper bag and then it's got a baby Jesus that you put on there and you build this manger. It tells you how to make the manger yeah. like a paper bag. And then you write something good that you did on a piece of paper. And then that's the bed you build. Oh, I love that. that. Yeah, so it's really similar. I'm very much, if you can sell me the kit, I'd prefer that. Yeah. Um, but I am really enthusiastic about people who can do stuff on their own. Yeah. But I'm kind of like, box it up and sell it to me. <laughs> Have you ever seen the Persepio that the crib scene or the it's more than it's more than the crib scene it's the, like what we have on on our table you know the whole village Where? And everything mm -hmm. at st stephen's i mean this the statues are like four feet tall i mean they're huge they have them outside no, they usually have them inside oh these these are very nice they're okay, basically the that. same company that makes the ones we we put a uh in in our office at brescia uh a fontanini village up of the Holy Family and you know people going fishing and everything. We need to get that. Get that you know what would be a cool but podcast? But St. Stephen's, the the, sta the statues are this big. Are same like, brand? Yeah, it's the same same yeah. company. What were you going to say? I was going to say so. Father Larry has this whole scene, and whenever he put, was putting it out, he was talking about each of the characters and involved in the scene. It'd be a cool podcast to talk about those as you put them out because. In the scene, like the manger and the nativity scene is a really small part of the whole city. Oh, wow. So it's kind of just to say this is taking place in the background of the normal day-to-day -day happenings. Right. And it's, yeah, you know, that's a the, wonderful Italian tradition is the, that. the Presepio, which is the village with the, the manger scene in it. And every church has a very elaborate one, not big necessarily, but very elaborate. And wow. the tradition is on Christmas Eve, you walk around Rome and you pop into churches to look at all of the oh, receptors. Oh, so there's families, oh, everybody's doing it, you know, going from church to church. We need to do that. Look, uh, looking at that. And it's really, it's That's really good. very nice. The, the Holy Family, it's usually a large village and there's people baking and cooking and fishing and somebody's pulling a cart, somebody's herding a flock of geese. and in the corner some way, hidden away, you often have to look for it, mm -hmm. is the Holy Family. And the idea being that they were born, Jesus was born in just an ordinary mm -hmm. time mm -hmm. when people were going about their business. Because they don't have Christmas trees, you know, typically. I think mm. more and more now they have Christmas trees, but they didn't used to. John Paul II was the first to bring a Christmas tree into St. Peter's. You know, they always make a big deal about the big, Main mm -hmm. the Christmas tree um, in St. Peter's, and that I think John Paul II was the first to do that. 
as the first non-Italian pope in a long time. He was mm-hmm. Polish, and so Christmas trees are a big deal in, in Poland. Mm-hmm. So what else have you got here? Um, this is a mass journal that our friend Bridget gave um, Rebecca and I last year when we were going through RCIA, but we did not receive it until it was, was it February? It was after the new year. Yeah. Um, So neither one of us realized that it started at Advent. Uh Um, So anyway, I just was trying to be prepared, went ahead and ordered it and it was like, Oh, okay. This starts now. Look how um, pretty your handwriting is. Oh, thank you. I love it. Uh, so this. We have St. Carrie, it'll be like her book. You know, yes. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. The be like, look what she wrote. Oh. <laughs> well, here, I'll, this says, like Father Larry says. No. Yes, it does, right here. I wrote something. It kind of like what you just said prior to the uh, start of this. Um, it says, I'm going to try to spread my love of the Catholic Church, but also be mindful to meet people where they are, like Father Larry says. So oh. your beatification will be underway. They're going to be examining all your writing. <laughs> As Father Larry says, and they say, they'll say, oh, never mind. <laughs> no sainthood for you. <laughs> but in talking to a lot of other um, moms, or women in general about Advent, there's so many Catholics out there that I don't think realize that the church year starts. Mm -hmm. And Rebecca and I were talking about that, thinking that this journal that we had last year was going to end New Year's. And then as you're flipping through, you're like, oh, wait, you know, it's, it ended and this is the new new year. year. Yeah. For some Advent. Where'd you get that? Um, they Amazon. have their own, uh, no, this publish. is, I'll, I'll put it on there. And this is a nice uh, bluish uh, green, what's, what's that color? It's like a teal, a light teal. It's maybe a seafoam, peacock, peacock. color. Last yeah. year was pink. I was going to say robin egg blue. Oh, yeah, robin yeah, egg blue, robin egg blue yeah. is good. So, <laughs> <laughs> is it every given Sunday? Every, every sacred Sunday. Every sacred and so, Sunday. It has your prayers, uh, follows along with the mass in the front. And then each Sunday, it it's um, it follows the readings and it's dated. And then um, it has a spot for you to write like what the scripture for that Sunday, uh, what it speaks to you. You have a spot for your weekly intentions. And I actually started journaling during mass. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, you put it up when, you know, the homily is mm-hmm. finished. But it's helped me retain what we talk about. And it just has brought it to another level. I see more and more people writing during the homily. That's what, how does that impact? doesn't bother me at all. I mean, Would it bother some priests? I don't think so. It shouldn't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, right you can now. reflect on it later than in the day. I never thought to even journal at Mass. Mm-hmm. I like that. Yeah, I And it. so uh, since I got it. Prior to the new year, I was able to start from the beginning. And, um, you know, I have a hard time journaling daily just with the hustle and bustle. Mm -hmm. Lauren and I have talked about this Mm -hmm. many times. So Sunday, I know I'm going to I'm going to spend that time 
going to church, getting up in the morning. It's just a great day. But this started and it's talking about how this year we're going to be discussing the 12 fruits of the Holy Spirit. Is that something that's I know that the every three years Mm-hmm. The mass changes. Mm-hmm. So the readings do. The yeah. readings change. Right. Sorry. Uh, for Sunday, every two years for weekdays. Okay. So there's an A cycle, B cycle, and C cycle. Some guess. days are all. It's the same every year. Like for special occasions, it's always the same. Well, so I'm A now, aren't we? So I think last year was C. I just because I just looked in my last one and it's that yeah, C. A, a, that's right. A. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but in those three years, you cover the whole Bible, don't you? Right. Yeah, you try. You don't cover everything, but most it's, it's an attempt to get the most most everything. So, is this twelve fruits of the Holy Spirit something that is just for this? No, you new can reflect year, on the fruits it... of the Holy Spirit anytime you want to. Okay. Yeah, it's not limited to a specific year. Those, those three year cycles are just to do with the readings. Okay. And then it, you know, explains a little bit about Advent and then it actually has a daily prayer too. I'll share this with you. Okay. It reminds me of one of yours. Um, oh, Lord. It says, when you breathe in, come Holy Spirit. When you breathe out, grant me patience like Mary. Oh, I love that. Mm-hmm. That's sweet. Oh, I love that. I've used that breathe in, breathe out that you shared before. Father Larry gave it, it to me yeah. when I, I get a nervous flyer. Yeah, so it's a it's the, the traditional G- Jesus prayer, which is an Eastern prayer. And if you're a nervous flyer, you can use it during turbulent times, mm. when the plane, or when there's a point in the plane when you get nervous or anxious, or any anxiety, I guess. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. true. that's true. Mm. I fly Friday, so. But I like to time it in with breathing. So it's it's my Lord Jesus Christ, Son of the Living God. Have mercy on me. A sinner, and so I like to breathe in, my Lord Jesus Christ, taking the Lord in, Son of the Living God. Exhale. It's an exclamation. It's an act, a word of praise. Son of the Living God, have mercy on me. Breathe in, receiving God's mercy. A sinner, letting that out and and go. So nice. I like it. Yeah. Like they can be kind of relaxing and meditative if, mm-hmm. if you focus on the breathing. And after a while, you don't think about that part of it anymore. You know what that made me think of? You said patience like Mary. Mm-hmm. Um, I forgot which Bible study it you was. Have one kid, so. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I've only got two, but it feels like more. Um, she was saying some, I forgot what this Bible study was, but it was like our ministry as mothers is at this point in our life being a mother Mm -hmm. so it's like okay it's so monotonous sometimes the same a lot of the same routine school baths dinner Mm -hmm. that it's you know when you need help just getting through that it's like basically not jesus take the wheel but mary take the wheel like help me get through this and i remember i was talking to sister barbara jean here and she's like you we were talking about how we don't get to focus on our own spirituality as much. And she said, you all need to accept that at this phase of your life, being a mother is your ministry. Every time you cook for them, every time you're patient with them, every time you pray with them, that's your ministry. And so that kind of just helped me breathe a sigh of relief is like, okay, that's what I'm doing right now because it is all consuming. (laughs) You know, there's not a lot of time for we're like, we don't get a lot of time to focus on ourselves. Right. So it's just, you know, 
definitely have to set that time aside to help with, you know, reading some just to help with our patients. And I tend to go back. I do lose my cool. You know, you do. I, mean, I never I do. That's so weird. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us about what else you got here. Well, this is the calendar from the kids' school. Okay. So we've been reading those daily. It's a it's a not a mimeograph sheet, a Xerox sheet. Yes. Um, and <laughs> it's pink. Dated from November twenty seventh through uh, December the twenty fifth, and every day has what. For anybody that has kids, it looks like their monthly lunch menu. Right. <laughs> it just tells them something to work on. Um, like yesterday. I really liked yesterday. It said, I will obey my parents, my teachers, <laughs> and others in charge of me. <laughs> I said that when a couple I like times. that. In, in charge of me. That's yeah. when the kids say, you're not in charge of me. Right. <laughs> and what's this, what's this so book this here? one was... Um, one that somebody had told me about. I I just brought it because I think it's pretty. Uh -huh. It has cardinals it is really on it. Pretty. And it says um, Advent 2020, uh -huh. Jesus Christ is born. But this was COVID year, uh -huh. so this did not arrive until the end of January. Really? Oh. So I just kept it because it has some nice recipes in it, some music. Oh, it just has different activities, and right? Things? And um, do so they I do just, this every year, or is this just? Uh, I think so. Um, and then, of course, this is your. And this is published by. I think it says. She, she reads truth. No. So nice. I know. Can you believe I've had that since twenty twenty? And we'll have a picture books. of this on our uh, Facebook as well. So yeah, if you're right. interested. In I like the recipes in there as well. It's cool. Mm. And, you know, you always see the word among us outside mm. of mm -hmm. a lot of the churches. Yeah. Right. And this one, of course, is for Advent and has your daily readings. Um, I took this with me on fall break and it was nice because when I went to mass down in Florida, you know, of course you have your little book so you can jot, you know, notes in it. And it has some little stories about Advent in here. And I believe you can order a year yeah. subscription to this and then they oh. give you so many. I know to lots give of away. people get those as subscriptions. Yeah. You can get it yeah. as like a subscription. I didn't know that. Yeah. And I don't think it's that expensive, is it? I bet, yeah. I don't think so. Oh. You can, they've got these little cards. You can give it. Right. Give one to Rebecca if she wants. They Special also, introductory offer. They uh, sell them. They usually have them at the counter at St. Max too. So um, we're probably going to have to wrap up soon. Um, but I, I'm also curious. Um, these are great things. And you talked about this a little bit as well. Uh, what can the church do to support you all as you try to navigate the, the this season? This wasn't one of the questions. And Carrie said, send me the questions so I have time to wonder. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Or like, well, you know, what do you find particularly frustrating and you know, maybe where you aren't feeling supported in your in your ministry as mother, as you said, mm -hmm. um, things that we could be doing differently, you know, kind of tying it in with the jet lag, jet lag theme. And maybe there's not, there's not anything. Um, but I know it's, it's, mm -hmm. it, it's a season that wears parents down to where by the time Christmas arrives, you know, it was like, Oh my God, that's over. Yeah. Whereas, you know, for us as Catholics, that's when Christmas starts. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
I think a lot of what I feel, I don't know if it's necessarily the church, but I do feel a lot of guilt about buying the gifts or overdoing mm-hmm. it with my kids or getting wrapped up in all the fun of it. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I've constantly got this mental tug to be like, okay, keep them focused on the reason. And it's like, if there's some way to marry those two, that it can be fun and magical and spiritual mm-hmm. without me feeling And again, I don't know if it's a church, but I feel this struggle that it's got to be one or the other. Mm -hmm. And and if it could somehow be like, okay, yeah, enjoy the magic of it. Do all the traditions and you can still remember the reason. Yeah. I don't know if that's that's kind of a vague answer, but that's where I struggle. Um, I feel like as far as church goes, of course, most of them have their angel tree up. Mm -hmm. So um, for us they went, I was like, only get one angel. And they came back with three. (laughs) But, you know, trying to get the kids involved and let them go and pick these out, these gifts out. And, you know, Mm -hmm. usually we'll bake candy and try to take it to the Patino shelter, you know, different things like that. But as far as the church goes, um, I'll say, Last week, or maybe it was a week before, father, a baby was crying, and he stopped mass and said, I have to stop and say this. He said, somebody told me not too long ago that when you have babies crying in mass and moms are trying to just hold on, you know, have everybody out the door and at mass on time, and you're Uh sitting there for so long, Uh uh, he said, you know, he said, I, they said, wouldn't it be so sad if you didn't hear those sounds? Mm -hmm. And he said, so, you know, like he was saying to the mom, it's okay, you know, Mm -hmm. let the baby cry, you know? So I I feel like we are slowly seeing the pews fill back up, which Mm -hmm. is heartwarming because it has been so empty. Um, With COVID and everything. With COVID. yeah. Yeah. I think, um, I just really hope that they're doing more to bring uh, people back. We're also having like a women's adoration every they've I think they're doing it like once a quarter, but they've already started. I'm hoping they do more during Advent to get mm-hmm. us. You know, nice. You know, I and you all are doing some of that already with these these examples that you're bringing in. I mean, even this National Geographic, you could tie that in about God, this creator of all things beautiful in the world. You know, right. there's all sorts of ways that you can do that. But I, it, it's it seems to be this is a great way to counteract some of the people are hungry for that magic that you're talking mm-hmm, about, that mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. sense of something, and so they create things like Elf on the Shelf. Mm-hmm. You know, which I first heard about Elf at the Chef. I thought it was kind of creepy, you know, and yeah. a little scary. And somebody's going to make a horror movie about it at some yeah, point they if they can. haven't already. Yeah, they'll ruin so many. My daughter, this year, she saved up her own money to buy Elf on the Shelf. Because you wouldn't. <laughs> and it's just sitting on her mantle, hoping the magic comes December 1st. I know some She's people so have already, sweet. some elves have already started right. to move ours has not yet so she's every night hoping that it does Mm -hmm. but yeah i felt really bad my husband was like don't let her buy that 
I was like, it's her money. We said they could get whatever they wanted. So we are hoping Winnie moves our elf on the shelf and tell Santa how good so they are. So you've got to do, you've got to make sure we get the hay in the manger. Hay in the manger, Northern moved. Star moved, elf moved. I know, like what I was saying, a lot of magic is happening at our right. house at night. Yeah. And I, and again, you start to feel overwhelmed. Well, and you know, you, I, I don't know that I'm ever going to tell my kids anything so i they cannot again cannot listen to this <laughs> um, but i just say you know those who believe receive and we're we're here about you know the birth of jesus um but but keep that magic yeah because it's so special it because is. i'm on this hump where kids at school are starting to talk and it's, oh. I just act like I don't hear anything when they ask me questions. I just go into another room. <laughs> oh my God. It is the coolest thing ever Christmas morning. Yeah. I mean, um, it's the coolest feeling right now. My kids are at like that age where they're mm -hmm. just, it's the magic. Yeah. It's and so fun. You can always read them the letter, that classic letter. Yes, Virginia, yeah. there is a Santa. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, I like that. That's For a certain one. age, I think that's... It kind of switches mm -hmm. to that. Yeah, I know. But it is... I guess we need to remember that, that we are in the... Because, again, one to four, they don't really know a time. And then they start to right, not believe as much. So we're in that really cool, exciting stage right now. So Tyler saw Matt move the elf last year. And he got in bed and was like... I think I saw daddy move our elf. And I was like, and again, I just acted like I was asleep. <laughs> <laughs> just a and boy. he just kept saying, please believe me. Please believe me. I know Aww. I saw him. And I said, I don't know what you're talking about. And I just went like, you know, shrugged my shoulders. <laughs> but the next morning he set his alarm and we didn't know it. And he got up and he went and he tied string across my office and had the elf hanging across my office at home tyler did for his sister oh because oh, he we never said i never agreed that or that matt was the one who moved it but he just took it upon himself oh that's hard. that he, he would move it for his sister he's he got so up every morning sweet. he was moving it for her and can you believe he's he didn't tell her oh, oh my god well, that's sweet. such a significant Boy. step Mm -hmm. that's a big bittersweet step mm -hmm. that's what i'm saying like i tell parents embrace the magic because kids are going to figure things out naturally on their own mm -hmm. and um you know i can still remember where i was oh i can too i can too exactly no, what i, was I like. cannot no uh, i, know. I, I don't know if i ever i was pretty sad too yeah i was like oh I think I wanted to run away. I was like, oh. I saw the boxes for my gifts <laughs> under the bed. And I was like, that's everything Santa brought me. <laughs> <laughs> I think I got kids at school. I think that's what broke it on me. You have Father Christmas, right? Mm -hmm. Father Christmas. I'm still learning. Yeah. Every time my Every... kids bring home a new assignment, I'm like, oh, yeah, I forgot that. Yeah. <laughs> Did you all do the Advent wreath? Yes. That's one that's thing. A big, I do that's not a big have. one. Well, we only do paper ones. I want okay, a nice one. paper. That's what I was gonna say. I, I want I a nice one. Yeah. Yeah. So like with the candles. candles. Mm -hmm. Uh huh. Oh, okay. 
So three purple and one pink. Is there, right, I yes. thought I heard another amount of candles somewhere. Sometimes there's a white one in the center. center. Yeah. Okay. So you light on Christmas Day. Yeah. Oh. You light the other ones on each of the Sundays of Advent, and then some people light a white one on Christmas Day. Oh. And, and the green and purple is just more of an American thing. I think other countries use different colors. We always grew up with red, red candles. Right. So you did it wrong. Yeah. <laughs> just kidding. And it's really not even a Catholic tradition. It's, I think it started in the Lutheran. Oh, my mom did. Have, we did have a real candle with lit or real wreath growing up. Mm -hmm. Okay, we did that on Sunday for the first time, but I'd not got the colored candles, so we did it with a white with white taper candle. I think it's fun. And then I figured like, it's not perfect now; it's supposed to be. But it was. We still lit the candle. Mm -hmm. We still said the prayer. We still like Eric even read the prayer, which was I thought oh. was cool. Oh. Remember uh, in RCI. Rick said, now there's a trick to this. You always, the first week you light a purple candle. Uh -huh. Then the second week you have to light the candle across. Yes. And then he said the third wow. week to help you remember to where you are. He Which said, then you do the pink third. And remember, I don't remember. He just said you always go across. He had a method to it. So you yeah. didn't light the pink one first. But I was um I was good with this one. It's uh, just like an arch one, yeah. and it's got the nativity scene on it. So mm -hmm. it's, they're in a row, so mm -hmm. I can't get it mixed up. So you're <laughs> already a disrupted, rebellious Catholic I by know. not having a wreath <laughs> <laughs> and white candles. <laughs> um, for our closing prayer, what about the this is this is pretty? Or did you have one in mind? No, I, I've got this from uh, Carrie's book. Advent 2020, Jesus Christ is born. Um, oh, we just pray these words. Would that be okay? Or I'll just pray them. Would you like to really read? Oh, no, you can go right ahead. Let us pray in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Jesus Christ, to bring light to a world in darkness, to do what Adam could not, to bless the nations, to fulfill the law, to be our high priest is born. Jesus Christ, to teach us how to walk in God's ways, to seek and save the lost, to reign as king forever, to bring God's kingdom to earth, to defeat the enemy is born. Jesus Christ, to show us perfect love, to heal our wounds, to be the lamb of God, to be the first fruits of the resurrection, to make all things new is born. Jesus Christ, to be God with us, to bring mercy, to exalt humble, to exalt the humble, to offer us his peace is born. Amen. Amen. Ooh, I like this book. I like it too. That was a good one. Uh, this podcast has ended. Uh, go and love as you have been loved. And Godspeed. Oh, yeah. You kind of come up with your own thing. I know, I like, Go, God save the king. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'll keep that. <laughs>